It's the Zero Lives Left podcast, episode 55. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. My name is Wayne. I'm your host on this journey. Thank you once again for tuning back in to another episode of the show. As always, if this is your first time coming across this podcast and you've no idea what it's all about, let me give you a quick rundown on how things work around here. Each episode, we bring you no-nonsense, real, right-to-the-point podcast banter on business, career and life. Maybe you're somebody who's always wanted to start a business or get started in a particular career path. This is the podcast for you. You have come to the right place and we're going to have something which is going to help you along on your journey. As always, if you're listening to this podcast today on iTunes, Stitcher Radio or Spotify, please don't forget to share the podcast, hit the subscribe button. And if you're listening on iTunes in particular, please do rate and review the podcast. Ratings and reviews are really important and they do help other people find out about the show. Please do, if you can, stop by the Zero Lives Left podcasting website. Lots of great information available on the website, previous guests and shows, transcripts, as well as other helpful information which is going to help you along on your journey. If you're somebody who's listening into this podcast today and you'd love to start your own podcast, please do. I would encourage you to get on board with the power of podcasting. But if you're not sure how to start, what equipment you need, what microphone should you be using, where are you going to host the podcast, all of that good stuff that I had absolutely no idea about over five years ago. Well, do not panic. I have created a simple, handy ebook, which includes my top seven steps for successfully launching your podcast. It's got all of the information that you need to know to get your podcast up and running in the next couple of days. So make sure you check out my podcast podcasting ebook which is available from the zero lives left podcasting website we've got another great episode lined up for you today we are talking to a good friend of mine henry mccrory from creative three media based here in northern ireland henry is a real character he's a real people person he's got lots of helpful information that he's going to share in this episode for you today i remember sitting down with Henry a couple of years ago and was absolutely blown away by the information I was receiving and what I was learning in that meeting uh, a number of years ago. It's really helped me along on my journey. Henry's going to be talking today about his own business journey, some little bumps along the way, such as recessions and global pandemics. And if you found COVID-19 has kicked you in arse, Henry's going to be sharing some
some helpful information with you today on how you can turn it around, how you can tap into the power of LinkedIn. He's got some really good tips and strategies that he's going to share with you today in the podcast, as well as some of the other things that you need to think about in order to push your business forward and make it a success that you truly deserve. All right, let's not waste any more time and get right in to episode 55 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Henry, thanks for joining me on episode 55 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. And we've been trying to set this up for a while. Yep. It would have been good, of course, to be sitting down uh, with you in person to do this, but we're going to we're gonna meet up over the next couple of weeks, hopefully, uh, and get a spot of lunch and, and chat. And, and that's something that's really important to you. I know I've seen a couple of your posts over the past couple of weeks, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you see now as we sort of start to emerge out of this COVID-19 world. We are going to see furlough ending uh, in the next month or two. Have we yet to see the worst come? Who knows? I know that you've had your own struggles in your own business life. We've we've all had struggles, but but you've got a, a really interesting and an impacting story uh, to share, which I think is going to resonate with a lot of people who are listening into the podcast, particularly right now. But before we get into all of that, Henry, um, I, I'd always like to start off with giving our listeners a little bit of an overview on your your, your journey, your backstory, and, and really how you got to where you are today. I've been in business now 26 years. I run a business, a full digital agency in Cag Fergus called Creative Three. We started out, Christopher and I both started out uh, about 26 years back as a printing company called Expert Print. And we just grew from there as society changed, i.e. Mark Zuckerberg and the likes of started to bring out these social platforms. We moved from the printing trade into the web industry. Then as the social media platforms started to emerge out of the woodwork, we then moved with that, and and all of a sudden the, the print trade up because of the digital arri- uh, arrival started to kick out some of the, the the normal ways of communicating, which was through printed materials. So we then moved away heavily from the printed material side of stuff and more more into the social end of stuff through web marketing, you know, bespoke uh, products together with different businesses and stuff like that. We have a number of clients on at the minute who we we build their brands online and we work with them on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, that actually we take fantastic content and put it front of the right eye. So we make um, them look amazingly beautiful online and hopefully put them in front of the right eyes with the right product, with the right messaging. And hopefully Nirvana happens where they get business and they think we're wonderful. So that that's probably it in a, in a nutshell. Christopher and I have been in partnership now for a long time. We have a good thing going together in regards to we, we're involved, both our families together. You know, I'm a uh, godparent to one, his eldest daughter who just went uh, back in the uh, sixth form yesterday. You know, so we've evolved over the years. We're survivors of two recessions. And and now we've got one pandemic, you know, so we've been around the block quite a bit in the business world in the last 26 years. And we've seen a lot of things come and go. As you say, we're, we're coming hopefully near the end of this pandemic. We're coming near the end of furlough. There's a lot of backstory with mental health and well-being, which I'm sure we'll get into with this. But I think there's a, um, a big challenge ahead in 2022 for a lot of folk. And I, I really hope that a lot of us who are on these type of platforms use that um, to help and give support. And certainly for us, the last recession was quite tough. And if anything, I want to communicate today that if you look after your mental health, your physical health, 
Um, the financial stuff will work itself out. If, if you've got the right people around you and you've got the right information inside you, that there's hope out there. And yeah, I want to preach that message. Well, it take me back to that time of that recession. There's no doubt in my mind that whenever you think back to that time, there was probably a lot of similarities to the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, yeah. and, and, and you've you've sort of weathered that storm. There are probably people listening into this podcast now who, who maybe weren't running a business back in that last recession. No. Maybe we're working for a company or an organization, maybe we're quite comfortable, but since then decided to take that leap of faith as you and I did and Christopher and start our own business. Yeah. If people are finding themselves in in challenging situations now, as you mentioned, furlough was ending now at the end of September. Um, mental health, you know, getting support, getting the right type of people around you. What would be some of the things that you'd say to those people maybe who are finding it challenging and difficult now as a result of COVID-19? One of the biggest things that I actually want to look back personally in the last recession, you know, it took me I actually lost myself for a couple of years because Everything around our business was, we put our, not our eggs all in one basket. We had about 70% of our trade came from the charitable sector. And somebody said to me a couple of weeks back when I was telling, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't look for one stream because it'd be cut off very, very quickly. And they said, but how do you stop that when the business is coming at you? And that's where, that is where the tension between scaling up and growth and you have to be genuinely really wise in how you manage the growth because we did have 70% of our business and it was cut. It was more or less, I'm sure 60% of it was cut straight away. So that would be one of the big things that would be um, on my head in regards to talking to people, especially now when they're starting to see, because there's a number of people I've chatted to who have seen that growth, but the similarities and how they maybe they're getting it through one or two particular channels. You know, even now the bank won't lend you particular funds because if you've got 60% of your business down one particular channel. So they've recognized that as a massive problem. But one of the biggest things for me, which got me through, if I'm honest, was the people around me. When they they helped me, they supported me, and they financed me in areas, I'm going to be brutally honest. Um, and, and that was one of the major things. And I started to just take baby steps of growth back. I looked at everything where we were. We actually rebranded in 2012 from Expert Print to Creative 3 in 2012. And Christopher and I started, him and I started to work, who do we want to deal with? Where do we want to take the business? What does our ideal lifestyle look like? And start to make some personal and business decisions based around where, where we wanted to be on down the line. So, but the relationships is obviously something I'm massively big into and purely because that I'm a, I'm a people person like yourself. You love being around people. One of the greatest uh, things that they, they are great door openers organically. When you have treated people right and you've looked after people and you've invested everything, well, that person knows. They they will rec- they will obviously recommend you out and around. They become uh, lumberjack, as I would call them. You know, they're going to obviously feed you work. A lot of our business comes from referrals. So that, that has been something we have nurtured and intentionally grown has been our, our friendship circles. They've turned into obviously business relationships as well. And, but they've become friends first. And some of the guys that I do business with, I don't do maybe business with now, but they're friends. They've evolved, I've evolved, but we've always retained that uh, business relationship. Um, and that's been a massive thing for me. So surrounding yourself with 
good people. Again, maybe even as you said, you know, reaching out to people in times of difficulty is oh, yeah. is is a good thing. Um, many people maybe feel a little bit they're embarrassed maybe to reach Barst. out to people. You know, they're they're you know, and that's a big thing I think. Uh, and I think social media in itself, you know, everybody's happy clappy, and sometimes, oh, but yeah. that you know, they could be putting out all sorts of content that could be saying everything's good, but. When you scratch onto the surface a little bit, things might not be as good as as everybody thinks. So it's important to to look out for people. I think is what you're saying there as well. No and doubt. If you if you see somebody struggling, and it's getting the right material, you know, in two years, well, you know, if there, you know, there's a load of books out there at the minute. There's a load of good self development material at the minute that actually, if you're getting that into inside you, Audible. If you're, you know, I. I there'd be a couple of people who have got ADHD and stuff like that. So I would recommend audible books to them where that's more of a, um, an input for them. So reading materials, massive, get your brain working, um, listening to good stuff as well. Uh, you know, business ethics, business values, business culture, um, and business principles So all those things. And it's a great marrying up of putting good stuff in, you know, I, you know, I, I, I say this on a regular basis. Until I can't grow on the outside until I grow on the inside. So over the last couple of years, I've taken more of a leadership um, tag on myself. In fact, I'm taking a coaching course next month, not to become a coach. I think there's too many around um, the the social world at the minute, but it's more of a self development for me that it allows me to have a bit more structure that I can when I'm out for coffees and stuff like that, and I can actually bring that organically out to help people along the way. Plus it'll obviously help the business here as well. So um, yeah, getting good stuff into you as well. And that's so important. One of the things I did through the last six months was go back to the University of Ulster and uh, and do a course on digital management transformation, I think yeah. it was called. But it was so valuable because you were, again, tapping into people out there who were in like-minded situations. The pandemic had obviously impacted their yep. business. And here we all were coming together, as you rightly say, to, to get some learning, to get to, to continue to develop yourself, which is really yep. important. Now, you guys really work hard at pushing great content out through LinkedIn in particular. That's where I come across most of your, yeah. your, your stuff. And, and I must say, you know, there's lots of positivity coming through there. There's things there that sort of I see popping up on my newsfeed that, that, that resonates, that, that connects with me. And I suppose it would be fair to say that LinkedIn would probably be one of your favorite platforms. Yeah. Um, you spend a lot of time over there because, and I think the key for you there is LinkedIn's all about relationships. It is. It is. And that, and that we primarily are in the B2B sector. So that would be something that it's important to us. Just and let I just top you, you remind me across so much you said there about the University of Ulster. You know, I think the minute we stop becoming students of what our craft is, the minute we started to do in reverse. So kudos, mate, for, for doing that. <laughs> yeah, uh, LinkedIn for us is primarily where we do most of our, our trade. And and that and that's probably just where we would I would hang out more than Chris Christopher's. If you're if you're on Christopher's Instagram, you'll see he's a bit of a foodie. Yes, um, uh, I see some. I see some of the food videos going up, and I seen it one gone up recently on a nice roast beef he was cooking in the kitchen, <laughs> and uh, it was it was great. Again, the, the content's brilliant. It captivates you, it draws you in, and you want to watch it. So hats off to to that type of creativity and that stuff that you guys are at the forefront. Would well, be fair to I say, so. yeah. One of the things, in fact, in fact uh, Aoife there, who's from Newry, Aoife Burns, she's from your part of the world. One of the things that was important for me, especially when we were working remotely over the last. Well, it was, it was 13 months when we weren't in the same office was to get together to have that synergy of creativity. 
because it, Zooms are great for, for this, that, and the other. And But when you, you know yourself, you go on to a Zoom, it's like now we're focused about conversation. You know, if you were sitting in front of me now, we'd have probably had a bit of banter half an hour before and about a you know, you don't get that mainly yeah. on, on a Zoom. So the key thing for me was because I, I live in a creative space, it was important for them to sharpen each other. But they were because some of them are into more tacky stuff, some are into like creative as Christopher's into more of the creative side of stuff. Alex is in, he's very he's very dogmatic in a, in the software. And as much as I find it boring, I find it enlightening in light of what how passionate he is about. And that's what we we try to do here is to keep bringing that student mentality where we're learning, we're soaking in, but we're together and we're supporting each other, and we're sharpening each other and keeping each other on our toes. Well, let's talk a little bit more about LinkedIn for a moment because that's a that's a huge platform in itself, which also presents a huge opportunity for many businesses out there. And still today, and it probably would be fair to say that I come across businesses who are a, not on LinkedIn. Yep. Uh, I come across individuals who have maybe set up an account but are not doing much with it. LinkedIn presents an amazing opportunity for those businesses now who are starting to emerge out of this pandemic to really start to push some content out there, but also grow their network and grow their relationships yep which can turn into opportunities. I heard a great quote one time, Henry, visibility creates opportunity. And I thought that was really good. And I decided to bolt on to the end of it. Visibility creates opportunity and opportunity creates success. And I think it's so true. And what would be the things that you would say to people maybe about LinkedIn in particular? No, three things today, this is what you really should be thinking about, pushing out or making sure your profile has these key ingredients. Everybody likes a story. If as much as it is a business platform, people like, it's like what we're doing now, we're talking about my background, your background. I'm in, all of a sudden, I'm now enlightened because you were at uh, University of Ulster last year. That encourages me. It sharpens me. It wants encourages me. People love a story. I would be communicating my brand online through various different, but also drop a bit of personal stuff in as well because I am a human. And I, I am I'm not bulletproof. The, the reality is I, I consistency is the key for me. Is if I was sitting with someone who periodically would post up on LinkedIn, I, I would be challenging that in regard to the consistency of them. I would also encourage them to get a creative schedule of content, whether it be branded stuff or uh, mix it up with maybe a bit of salesy stuff or whatever. Um, but I, I would work on a... a a digital calendar of a schedule of posting. And I would do that over a three month period to build that muscle. But the consistency, you know, I try to post every single day, maybe not too much on a Saturday and Sunday, um, but I try to post up something relevant every single day. I don't always get it right. I don't know too many people do, but the reality is that I try to post up every single day to keep our brand, our you know, my personal brand, the, the business personal brand, something positive that somebody can grab grab onto that if they're out and about, they'll say, you know, I think they're talking about branding or marketing or whatever, they'll maybe think of us or whatever. But they're actually taking usable material out um, to uh, actually feed their potential market. It'll always be very rare you'll see me selling something, but it's always something instructive or directive or inspirational. Type of thing. So consistency would be a big thing for me. And that's very true. You don't see 
the posts that you'd be posting on LinkedIn aren't pick up the phone and call us today. We'll do it for you. And you see that a lot with people who are selling, selling, selling all the time through social media. It almost switches people okay. off potential, yeah, potential customers off. So, so those are really good tips that people sort of need to think about. And look, of course, if people are struggling out there, get support, get training, have a conversation with somebody like yourselves who has that experience of using the platform. Make a you know make some form of investment in there that if you don't have those skills get those skills sharpened on how to be able to use the platform more effectively we and there's linkedin learning there's a thousand and one videos on there if you want to go to brand development brand messaging how to use video content you know that's another thing obviously we would pop up video content periodically because it's like i was actually with a guy yesterday who we've been on now for six months everybody knew him as a state agent we had another signage guy and all of a sudden they knew the brand, but they never knew the person. So I sat down with both of those guys and I said, okay, I want to bring the face of the brand out that they can actually associate a physical person with their brand. And we've done that with these two people specifically. And all of a sudden I started to bring out different things of their family was going on one particular guy. His son signed for Bedford Blues, which was rugby. And I said, look, can I use this? He said, why would you want to use that? I says, did he work for you? He says, yes, he did. Well, I said, well, let's say you call it the Danner Group. I says, well, one of our own from the Danner Group mentioned his name, has just signed for Bedford Blues. Da, 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 da. And we created this narrative around the Brilliant. story and brought the brand with the person with a great message and it blew up on LinkedIn for him. Yeah, that's fantastic. The, the other guy were, I, but just through, he says, I started this business on with a borrowed laptop. Ching, ching. Head went, okay, well, that's going to tell me a wee bit more. He says, well, we've done leaflet drops when when back in the day when we were doing leaflets and stuff. And wife with baby in pram walking down the Ormer Road, putting leaflets. We are the new kids on the block. Borrowed money to go to the one of the trade shows in the King's Hall, as it was then. And all of a sudden, I said, okay, can I write a bit of narrative around that? And all of a sudden, we brought a backstory that all of a sudden, this successful guy who's very slick in what he does, all of a sudden, we've seen the pram pushing mother, wife, stroke a kitchen table, borrowed laptop, brought all that to the table and showed this is what's possible. And all of a sudden, we brought this lovely story and a real story and a touching story around this great brand. It, again, pulling the person out because people want to know. I want to know how Wayne got to be involved in all the training and schools. And so what sparked that? Was it a personal thing? Was it this? Was it that? And people love that. They do, Henry. And that's, you know, you're building character there into the business yeah. as well. You're building depth. a story into the, yes, depth. That's the word I'm looking for. And, and, and again, it doesn't always have to be business related stuff that you're no. pumping out there. Like me and you, here's something else me and you have in common. Spaniels. Um, <laughs> I have a crazy one down here. And uh, I see some of that going up on your social media as well. And yeah. again, because I'm a Spaniel owner myself, I click into it, I look at it, and I've seen the video of the new arrival recently. And I thought, you know what? And you're you're consuming that content on LinkedIn. But what it's doing is it's keeping Creative3 and Henry in my mind. In your mind. Uh, when I'm seeing that. And, and again, that sparked this podcast. That sparked, you know, other things that we that we talk about and we discuss. So you're right. It, it doesn't need to be all business. I suppose the point is that, you know, you can put a mix of personal stuff through that as well. You mentioned Christopher earlier on over on his Instagram doing his cooking videos. Yeah. Um, and again, it's all relevant. 
It is. Well, you took me on a journey about maybe, I don't know if it was maybe a month ago, and, and I don't know if it was a digital nomad thing, but you were out oh. have you a camper van or something. I guess I do. Yes. <laughs> and all of a sudden you had this view of the bay and a coffee. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and I tell you where I went in my head, uh, honestly, because you know, <laughs> business gets stressful at times. Yeah. The wee ghost, he's, he's, living my, he's living my best life now, younger than me, where you were out there, you'd, you'd give me the impression you had no attachments, you had, you were working, you were out there, you were enjoying life, and yeah. I don't like this post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you, I, know, I remember that post, actually, it done quite well, it got a lot of engagement, a lot of people looked at it, commented on it, you know, and again, it was people probably similar to what you just explained yeah. there, were going, yeah, yeah, I, I want to do some of that. <laughs> I want to do some, but again, you, it was something that touched. We try to touch people's heart with the content, but but don't always, as I say, but don't always get it right. But but try to touch. We try to take a brand and make it personal, and make it relevant to the the potential that these guys can marry up and do business together. Um, because long after um, the the business deal is done is gone. I want to form longevity in the people that I'm dealing with. There's more to the business. There's life. There's a person in there with a family, with kids, and they're struggling. And we were just with someone there the other day, and they're having some problems at home. And all of a sudden, you got some take some time and respite for them to say, "Look, hey, look, keep working at it. Keep keep being humble." Keep biting your lip when when you have to bite your lip, and and just keep, keep believing that this is going to change, and do what you can, and but that's that's the business world, and we don't see some of that. We see it, as you said earlier, we see some of that that uh, jingle jingle stuff on on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and it's not all like that all the time. If 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 it, if it was, it would be great, but it's not. No, and you're absolutely right. You don't see what goes on behind the scenes, and I think something that often goes untouched, uh, untalked about is the physical and the mental impact that running a business has on you. I mean, even your health. I mean, I've had some health issues this year. I was in hospital twice. And a lot of it was directly related to some of the things that were happening directly in the business. Yeah. Uh, and maybe maybe not asking for support or taking too much on or those types of things that people find them through. And I think one of the key things that I'm taking away from our conversation today is it's okay to reach out and ask for help. Sit down, have a coffee, have a yarn, and you never know where you might be able to get a little bit of extra support that you didn't think was possible. There's too much pressure. We put too much pressure on ourselves. We, I'm part of a business club in Belfast, which is called the Three to Five Club. And the, the head guy from America said this a number of years ago. He says, Henry, it's okay not to know. And he says yeah. that was one of the, uh, the reason why I said that was that every every business owner and every business uh, person who's maybe run the team or whatever, they're supposed to have all the answers. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's genuinely impossible. And he says, Henry, it's okay not to know. Just uh, release yourself from the burden that you have to have the answer or the, the, the solution. Problem. And I loved what you said there, Henry, about, you know, and I think it's so, so, such a great thing that you, you, I picked up on um, was that, you know, you said sometimes we don't get it, always get it right. No. And I thought, you know what, that that's honesty there. That's like, you know, we don't know all the answers, but we're we're trying, uh, we're pushing out, we're being consistent, we're continuing to, you know, to keep at it. And I think that's the best way to learn and that's the best way to grow. No, definitely. And, and look, I say this to even a lot of the guys that we, 
we bring on a retainer and we do a wide variant of, of different uh, businesses. And I'm, I'd say, guys, look, I need you to know this up front. We're going to bring a lot of high-end stuff to your brand, to your messaging. But we're not all, not every, not every post is going to fly. Mm-hmm. You know, not every post is going to fly. Not every post is going to do that. Because if it was, I'd be doing it for myself. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? First and <laughs> foremost, um, I, I wouldn't be probably looking, you know, the reason why my some of my posts don't fly is because either the, the algorithm's not right, the timing's not right, or the message is not right. And it's, and as much as we sit down and talk with you, but we measure it and change it, and let's do it better the next time. But yeah. don't expect us to know. There's nobody knows your product better than you. The, the quicker we get inside your head and get that out and get your story out, the better. There's a lot of pressure on. You know, back in my day when I used to work for uh, one or two agencies up in Belfast, and I mean, this is pre-TikTok days and, and those days, but there's a lot of pressure on a, an agency in itself who's helping businesses to hit those numbers all the time and to make those posts fly in. And, you know, it's not always about that either. It's about much more than that. It's about visibility. It's about brand awareness. It's about, you know, there's so many things it's about more than just the number of people who see it or click on it. Because we have a lot of people on social media who are lurkers and they don't engage with anything, but they still see your posts. They still see your messages. And again, the more that you're continuing to push that content out, the more chance that something's going to resonate with them at some point and it's going to convert. Definitely. The, I always say I call them voyeurs on they watch, but they don't engage. And I've had messages, as probably would, would you, over the years where they've never liked a post. They've never made a comment. But at the, at the same time, they've maybe sent you a message about this or that, or they wanted to engage with a coffee or whatever. But the reality is you're going, but through, that actually helped me uh, yeah. way back a few years back. And I actually started to communicate that to some of my, the clients that we did. I said, look, okay, you got 20 likes. The last one you got 40, um, but your engagement was higher on that and lower on that. So that we have to take, as you say, you know, it's about brand development, brand proofing, uh, and bringing up the depth of the brand, and that and that that is done in the dark times as well as the light. It is. No, you're absolutely right. Now, before we sort of wrap up, I want to pick your brains a little bit further because we could have a lengthy conversation about a lot of things that we've <laughs> already touched on, and, and I'm absolutely loving it. By the way, I think you know it, it, it's such a nothing scripted here this afternoon, which is what I really love. I didn't send you any questions. It was just uh, here we go. Let, Let's let's go for this and see what see what happens. And do you know what? That's the best podcast nearly because we don't know where it's going to go. We don't know what we're going to talk about. We're going to know what we're touch on. But there is a couple of people uh, who listen into the podcast who are students, graduates coming out of university now and maybe struggling to get their foot on the career ladder, get that door open, get started. We touched on LinkedIn a couple of moments ago, but what would be your three key things that, you know, if you were, what would be your three key bits of information that you would give to your 19-year-old self to Today. I would probably work. I would be working on my my own personal brand. Would be something because, and this is what a lot of people don't get. And I, I have to be careful when I'm out in different businesses. See when you see when you're building your personal brand and amongst because your personal brand is far more engaging than the company brand. So the minute you decide I'm up and away from this particular company, your company your company brand is still there, but your personal brand goes with you. The only thing that changes is maybe your banner and your job title. So I would be working on my engagement 
very, very early on, working on my personal brand, my brand imaging, my brand messaging. I would be working on that near enough straight away. I was 19 years old. Next thing, I would be wanting to know if particular space that I'm in, who are the influencers on there? Who can I spend a wee bit of time with who could actually help me experientially? But don't go with, with a begging bowl. Go to give. Um, look, again, as you said earlier on, ask for information. Most people that I know the per- would be more than willing to have a coffee or a lunch with someone to help that 19-year-old because we were all 19 once. And for me, I would be sitting down and working on my personal brand, my imagery, my messaging. I would be looking at the people in my space. Who are the players? What can I learn from them? What can I give them? Send them a message and say, look, I've really been impacted, whether locally, is there any chance of having a cup of coffee with you? Look, the easiest thing, we just tell you to clear off. That's the worst that can happen. And a lot of times, because we're in Northern Ireland, we, we don't probably, we're not more outgoing like that. I would be encouraging, put yourself out there as well. Um, go and find people in your space who are bigger than you. Go and learn from them and be educated by what they have done, where they have been. And a lot of the times, as you, as you well know, as well as I do, is that the people where they are now, they never started off there. They're probably in a different a different business or a different industry. And all of a sudden, they were slayed ruled into that. But I would be working on my personal brand because the minute you're working on your personal brand, your image and your messaging, then you all of a sudden you're, you're connecting with all these different avenues. And those different avenues usually would lead to a door that could open. And you yeah. never know until you knock that door and what that door opens. Yeah, no, and those are absolutely great tips. And I think, you know, it's been, a, well, since you and I were 19, in some cases, it's become a lot easier now to be able to do those things because you have LinkedIn. You have this wonderful tool at your disposal that you can grow your audience, build your connections with people, send a connection request, personalize it up. And there's a good chance that, that person's going to open it and respond to you. And as you say, yeah. what's the worst they're going to say? Clear off. We're not interested. Clear off. The, the, the chances of that happens probably really, really low. And just to pick up on one other point there, um, Henry, just sorry to sort of shoehorn you into this, but um, one of the things I thought, you know, was really interesting that you said there was, and I, this is something we touched on with Aaron uh, Watson, a good mutual friend of ours as well. And I know you guys have, have done some great work with Aaron. Um, we talked about the the haters out there on social media, yeah. you know, the people who call you out on these things and people who should know better and, you know, just just really try to make your life difficult in those online spaces. Don't be deterred by those people. No, no, I, to be honest, if, if someone called me out and something and, and, and they were right, I would be on it like a shot and say, look, thank you for pulling me up on that. Um, but if I go and look and find one particular person who maybe hit it and one others, they're gone. I cut them out straight away. I don't, yeah. I'm very forensic with people like that. I, I don't tolerate it. Once, yeah, look, thank you very much. Second time I'm going, okay. And I've noticed you've maybe had a few other uh, cracks at other people. You're gone. Someone yeah. actually sent a, we, we had sent some, we had an event a few years back. And this guy said, look, Henry, I'm in your space, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden I said, right, okay. I said to the guys, don't, don't put this guy on that on that list again, because we're running a LinkedIn event in Belfast. And unfortunately uh, that didn't communicate into the, the guy here. And I went back out to the same person six months later and he sent me a wee bit of a, a cheeky one back. And I apologized. Um, I said, that's okay. What I'm going to do from here, I'm going to take you off my, if this is what, if this is what winds this guy up, okay. um, look, the, 
him and I are probably not in the same process of how we we look at life. You know, if that was to happen to me five times a year, I'd be over the moon. But yeah. unfortunately, I I live in the real world, and I usually cut the haters out or the anybody who's actually hating another anyone else. I would cut them out. Uh, Aaron, obviously, you know, we'd we'd obviously have a long relationship with Aaron, and Aaron would throw a lot of ideas by me back two thousand. Uh, two, two, three years back. And I said, look, I'm going to warn you before you do this, they're going to come for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first couple of posts, now he was ready to go off. Marlon will tell you himself, he phoned, I was in London one day and he phoned me, he says, I'm finished for LinkedIn, I'm finished. They hate me, blah, blah, blah. And I said, look, I told you what was going to happen last week and it's happened. Look, the reality is that maybe one or two people look at the engagement. Let's put this in perspective. Yeah, Put them yeah. out of your life. Cut them out of your world. They're not your target market. They're not loving your content. Why be around people who tolerate you, don't celebrate you? I think that's that's a wonderful bit of advice there. And that's, again, that's advice that extends into my world of working with young people when it comes to yeah. online safety and bullying and harassment and abuse oh, yeah. online. And again, you're so right. You know, you just need to remove that negativity from your feed, unfollow that person, block that person, use the reporting tools and just remove it because it's not good for you. And you're giving these people our time. Yes, that's right. And you're giving them, look, we've only got a certain amount of time in the day. We've, we've got one brain. I, I don't want to be losing 25 minutes or half an hour thinking about someone who's maybe said something that don't know me they don't know how i live my life they don't know the the journey i've been on why would i want to get upset about someone who doesn't know me and they're judging me on one post or two posts what so it's it's like but unfortunately we're in that digital space you live in it a lot more than me you're dealing with kids or my own son faced it a few years back and we had a bus before COVID came at a good time for him, but not a great time for the world where yeah. he was really engaged in school. He's a port wine stain on his face where it's his birthmark. Took a lot of jip when he was rising to the bait and he was getting a lot of stuff online and we had to take him out of the school for a bit and then COVID hit. And so I, I what you're doing in, in life is a ministry in itself, mate. Yeah, so important, especially for young people, because again, I didn't grow up in that in that social media world. I think the internet was only starting to become a thing when I was about 16 or 17, you know, so I didn't have those channels to be bombarded with. And, and you know, it's it's challenging out there for young people. And I think giving them the education and the support there, say, look, here's how you can manage that space effectively. But if things happen, which they do, and, and I've had my fair share of trolls, I've yeah. had my fair share of things online, LinkedIn and on Twitter in particular, and, you know, you get it. Um, but the education remains um, so important. Now, before we finish up, yeah. let me uh, ask you before we go, because if there are people listening into the podcast today and who want to maybe find out a little bit more about Creative Three uh, and the types of things that you do and the support and maybe how you can help them do better on social media or build that brand online or look, even just sit down and have a conversation. Like, I mean, I know that you guys, your doors are always opened. You know, I've been down yeah. to you guys before and it's always been a great hoot um, sitting around the table having a crack. How can people find out a little bit more? What's the website address? Well, um, www.creative3media.com or you can reach out to me or Chris. Uh, Henry McCrory, Christopher McClanahan on on LinkedIn. Look, if anybody wants to reach out, some of the guys you had mentioned there, I would gladly bring them in uh, on a Monday when Aoife's here on a Thursday. Um, we'll sit down, we'll feed them, give them a bit of drink, albeit soft, um, and let's shoot the breeze. You yeah. know, and that's open. It, it that's we can 
do a couple of lunch times where we can just sit and chat, encourage, build up, give them some direction. There's guys around the table here from a brand, from a web, from a targeting perspective. Um, and I'm sure they would, they would find it um, enlightening. And the key, the key thing that I want them to feel blessed, encouraged and uplifted and maybe that they have the one, two, next three steps in front of them. And if, uh, that's an offer that we've lived their life by. And if, if some of your guys in your world are wants to avail of that, please don't hesitate. Well, look, I think that's a fantastic offer. And we covered a lot of ground this afternoon in the podcast. And there's a lot of things there that I know for a fact knowing the the listenership of this particular podcast people will it will resonate with people it will connect with people so i know that when i start to push this out through the social media channels people are going to reach out people are going to connect so i hope that turns into a conversation uh, and that's always great to do that but look henry it's been it's been class it's been brilliant it's been good to finally do the podcast have a chat with you and i know we're definitely going to follow up on something like this in the future i do like to follow up with people every so often as well and maybe come back on and, and talk about some Something uh, that you know, pick up on something in relation to what we discussed today. So, so again, once again, my humble, sincere thanks, uh, and I'm looking forward to coming down and grabbing that bit of lunch with you guys and catching up. It's been it's been too long. No, it's too long, mate. And again, it's it's such an honour to be on and talk to you. Look, I'm feeling I'm going away enriched, mate. Uh, just uh, being in your presence and the the conversation is it's just it's just amazing, mate. And look, I really genuinely mean this, like the work that you're doing in young people's lives, the fact that you get to do it as a business is absolutely amazing. And only when these guys get to 30, 40 and 50 will they realize that that with your interjection in their life when they were 14, 15, 16, or even way down to 11, that they realize and they'll look back that there was an intervention somewhere that actually yeah. changed their lives. And, and, and that's precious. I really appreciate that, Henry. Uh, it's so good for you to say that. Again, thank you for the the, the time this afternoon and uh, for joining me on episode 55 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. See you soon. Bless you, mate. Take it easy. All right. Hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast. Once again, a huge thank you to Henry for giving up his time to join me today on episode 55 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. So many amazing takeaways in today's episode. Henry talked about building good relationships and those relationships being the foundation of your business success. He talked about using content to feed your potential market. He talked about the importance of consistency, showing your customers what's possible, telling your brand story and how to build depth in your business. So those are really important things that we reflect on and we take away from this episode in particular. If we're a business, a small business, a business owner, we're thinking about starting on that business journey, that those are some of the key touch points that we need to take on board, which is going to help make our business much more of a success in the long run. Henry also talked about using the power of LinkedIn to build and develop your personal brand. And again, this is something we talked about on this show before, the huge potential on using a platform such as LinkedIn to grow those really valuable business connections. And that's an area that Henry talks a lot about. So if you're following him on LinkedIn in particular, you're going to see examples of how he is using LinkedIn to develop his personal brand. I mean, there's no sales at all of this. It's about building and developing trust with your customer before you even attempt to sell them anything. And that's something that we sometimes 
sometimes forget when it comes to social media. We're always in that sell mode. But it is very much, as Henry says, about taking that all-important step back and, and looking for ways to, to develop your personal brand and build trust through the content that you are creating. So once again, another fantastic episode today. A huge thank you to Henry, and hopefully we're going to get him back in the near future onto the show to talk a little bit further. Don't forget, as always, if you're listening to this podcast today on iTunes, please do rate and review the podcast. Take a moment, rate the podcast. Uh, Ratings and reviews are really important, and they do help other people find out about the show. Please do stop by the Zero Lives Left podcasting website. Lots of great information available over there, information on the previous episodes in the show, and more information on our guests. We're going to be coming back very soon with episode 56 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. So I'll see you very soon for another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from waynedenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.